Today on the show, I'm happy to have Vitaly Romanchenko. He's the CEO of Eli. They create AI videos from just text. I want to hear your take on the disruption of generative AI and video. The bigger thing that excites me about the industry is that the disruption that generative AI brings to the video creation. So if let's say you're working in media and one minute of video might take you, I don't know, five hours to create and the cost would be up to $1,000 with generative AI algorithms. You can create the same type of video within five minutes and the cost would be $2. So the huge disruption. Cutting edge of producing this technology, executing on it. So how long ago did you start? So we actually were a young company. We started around two years ago with the deep depth research and incorporated around a year and a half ago. And since then we launched our SaaS solution and were able to grow our customer base and basically develop the tool. And are you just seeing a lot of organic growth and people coming to you? Yeah, actually we did quite good in terms of the SEO, search engine optimization. And I think around 70% of traffic or or customers were getting from inbound channels from organic, basically. So what were you in before this that led you on the AI path? Before starting the Eli, I have. I had maybe 15 years in software development industry in various roles, in product management, engineering management, was leading game development for all famous poker games. So always wanted to launch my own company and actually did a couple of times, launched several startups, failed them. But this time it was different and together with my friends, so we launched Eli a year and a half ago. And yeah, in Shenzhen, we were growing quite fast and we're quite excited about the future. So what was different about this startup as compared to the other ones that just didn't work for you? I think overall the experience, first, we have quite experienced the founding team. This is the first thing. And the second thing is just, I don't know, this time it's just, it was about the not giving up, even if we won't get the results. And uh, I would say this startup is much more complicated than the other one because this is and you can get the great quality or get results right away. You need to spend years in research. So it was quite challenging. Also, I'm, I have Ukrainian roots and we founded the company two years, be, uh, t- sorry, two weeks before the war. And uh, we were able to pursue and grow the company during the wartime and part of our remote team there in, there in Ukraine. So it was quite challenging, but just to understanding that we're not giving up, we're pushing it forward, we're able to give us chance to grow and we were growing like 7% week over week. And uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a really fast growth rate as compared to normal startups. Yeah. So just uh, my, my advice, just not giving up and put forward and hard working. Yeah. And uh, as you said, you weren't willing to take failure for a result with this one. You believed in it and we're going to keep pushing no matter what, this is the one that's going to go big. Exactly. That's, that's what the mindset. And even as I mentioned. When you're not getting the exact results that you want, you still push it. You're still trying to improve the, the tool and basically deliver fast to getting the feedback from the customers as fast as you can, improving every week. So that was the approach. And as you're saying, it's very deep tech. So I'm sure there's a lot of capital cost to this. Did you bootstrap the business or did you have to go out and raise capital? So we, we did both. We basically, we raised capital from VCs and not a lot of money, but some some investments. Also, we raised cash grants from Google and from another governmental organizations, equity-free grants, which gave us pretty good boost. And also we bootstrapped and we continue to bootstrap as well. And just like we were quite scrappy and some of the expenses. And because we have really strong core team, 
we also now have chance to hire more people and maybe with less experience, but yeah, we're trying to narrow our focus to on the things that actually bring the most results. Can you share experience of finding a VC, picking the right VC, and then taking funding from them? Yes. In our case, because we were a deep tech, I understood that basically for a deep tech company, it's harder to raise capital if you don't have tractions and you can't get traction because you're deep tech, you need to develop the tool, right? But we were able to get our first traction within like first three months, uh, just because we did like a semi-automatic tool. So we didn't have the platforms, but we were trying to do the customer development they use and trying to speak to the potential customers. And we were offering something like that. If you need the video, give us the video and we'll make it speak in like in Spanish with a certain cost. So we started to get the first customers right away in actually this first traction. Even though it wasn't like the consistent cash flow, it gave us opportunity to apply for certain grants, receive our first grant, you know. So my advice would be be proactive, try to raise the uh, your metrics, try to get the cash MR as fast as you can. That will allow to attract, attract high volume of investors. And from our side, basically, I'm not doing a lot of outbound outreach to investors. Majority of investors that I'm speaking to, they come inbound and uh, yeah, and we're talking to a lot of them. That's a nice luxury. So why do you think that's happening? Why do you think you're getting this inbound investment? I think a couple of things here. So first is basically generative AI is quite a hot topic right now and a lot of companies there. And also just because we were able to grow quite fast, I think this is in the second. But again, right now is a complicated time in terms of the... PC funding and evaluations. And even if you can secure funding right now, it's probably will be with much lower evaluations that you can expect and much lower evaluations that basically was in 2021. So if you want to ha have high evaluation and you're not desperate to jump funding, I would suggest to bootstrap and grow your metrics. So that's what you're operating under right now. If we can bootstrap, we will. Yeah, exactly. I believe in what we're building. We have vision and we have really strong team. We're able to be cash positive and grow fast. So why do I need to sell parts of my company for low evaluation if you can just bootstrap and and raise money with much higher evaluation? So I think this is this is that's what our approach. Maybe somebody will do it differently, but because we're building something serious and we believe in what we're doing, it's long term. So I'm not looking to raise just to just them quick money and that's it. Yeah, you end up having a stronger company if you grow at the pace that, that you like. And now you're actually very investable because you're like, I don't want money. And that's when more people want to give it to you. Yeah, I want money, but not with a low evaluation. That's, yeah. uh, that's reality. Yeah. Yeah. We always want money. Let's not say we don't want money. <laughs> yeah. So, Hitali, if somebody wanted to check out Eli, learn more, get in touch with you, how could they do? Yeah, so... We have the web platform, it's eli.io. You can just go there and we have a free plan. You can sign up and generate first video, one minute video for free. Then if you like it, then you can subscribe. So it's accessible for anyone, you know, and also we're quite open for the feedback to the feedback and we have the kind of open roadmap or something like that and suggestion board. So you can suggest features or give us the feedback. We are quite open to that. Who is the like ideal premium user of your product? So I would say we have several ICPs, ideal customer personas, but I think 
right now, the most comes from learning development and it can be learning development manager in big corporation. That would be our ICP. So I learn development video content, training video content, and also marketing sales video content. And when you're talking about the marketing content, it can be like a personalized video messages at scale. So with API, you can, for example, create your custom avatar, clone the voice, and then generate hundreds of videos at scale with avatar and then send it to your customers. So there are several options. Yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense that the educators within the companies would need this. It's got to save them a lot of time and money. Exactly. Yep. Thank you, Vitaly, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Web Design and Development, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.